0: welcome foolish mortals to the sticks and bones podcast (laughs) by evoking with your actual ghost host this month chelsea and 10 hey 10 how are you hi
1: oh my gosh i really feel like we just need to like get like one of those name tags from like disney world that says like ghost hosts on it you said that
0: in another podcast episode we do need to get those tags
1: i'm still waiting like i'm ready to like put on one of those like all green like maid outfits that like they have to wear like I'm ready to go full send because we are truly hopping on the Haunted Mansion ride tonight.
0: Yes. And for once again, for those of you that have no idea what we're talking about, the Haunted Mansion ride in Disney World,
1: you need to look it up. It is the best ride ever. YouTube Um, it. There's definitely like a camera like drive through. I'm sure there's something on Disney plus about it.
0: There is. I
1: couldn't go this year. So I i did watch it on youtube (laughs) you know what speaking of the haunted mansion what i always found interesting since i finally went to disney world the haunted mansion in disneyland since i grew up in california is different on the outside than the haunted mansion at disney world I could imagine that. I actually
0: didn't even know they had one in Disneyland. I haven't been to Disneyland. I am a Disney World. Well, I grew up on the East Coast, so we always were. Yeah, not that Florida was like a two-hour flight. So I've been in Disney World. Oh, and I also went to Disneyland in Paris. They had. No oh heart. yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to do that. No, it's terrible. Don't <laughs> waste your time. No, I'm serious. It's it's the worst place ever. No, no, it's it truly is. So I'm sorry if you like that one but when you've been to disney world in florida if you go to the one in france it is 10 times smaller and like
1: it's all of the rides that like you don't really care about so that was how it was for me like going to disneyland like I was always used to like something really small, like elbow to elbow, no elbow room, like people up your butt. And then I went to Disney World and I could like put my arms out and twirl and not touch anyone. And when I tell you my face was hook when that happened, but um, I later realized in Disneyland, the Haunted Mansion there, it's in like a New Orleans square. So it's more like Southern looking, um, that kind of like architecture. But the one at Disney World, since it's, like, right by, like, the America stuff, it's more um, northeastern architecture. Crazy. I didn't know that. Like I said, I've never been to the one in California because I just screw up with Disney World, which is the OG. Oh, it's, it's so tiny. Like, that will always have, like, a special place in my heart since I grew up going there. But, like,
0: it is so tiny.
1: I could imagine. That's how I felt when I went to
0: the one in Paris because I was, like – what this is so small. Like I remember you could like really do the whole park in like a day and a half. It was just tiny. Oh, yeah. I'm just so used to like taking like a whole full like five, six days to a week to do the Disney World one because of all the parks. Mm-hmm. So. but by the way, yes, we are Disney adults. I get so mad when people <laughs> like hate on Disney adults. I mean, I'm not the type of person that wears like the matching shirts when I go with my family, and there's nothing wrong with that, but
1: Oh my God, Disney adults get so much shit on the internet. I never understood it. Like if you enjoy going, like why not? Like the last time we went, like you can drink around the world. Kevin and I got- Incredible. (laughs) We got plastered on the blue milk in Star Wars land. Like it it was everything we wanted more. And it got to the point where Kevin was making a lightsaber for, it was like a Valentine's birthday gift. And he couldn't put the hilt together. God. And she's like, oh, too much blue milk. <laughs> it's like, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can also drink around the world in Epcot, which is something that most people do, including
1: myself. Oh my God, my mom and I got totally shit-faced in Disney World one time. It it, it really gets you. Like, you start out and you're like, I got this. Yeah. Well, here's here's the next big question. Do you start in Mexico or Canada? I think we started in Canada
0: Um, the last <gasps> time that I went. That I think I've never done that way. think we started in canada um but i when i say i drink in epcot i you guys know me i don't drink a lot so it didn't take much for me to get drunk but by the time
1: i got to germany it was like (laughs) i need a pretzel kevin i will actually split drinks in countries um and then like if we are like obsessed like i know in japan that pavilion there's like a plum sake and like we will like save up the drinks to have all of the plum sake in japan
0: yeah i don't think i had that it's like sometimes like i don't drink i to be honest with you i haven't drank in every single country because sometimes i'm just not interested in what they're offering or i'll puke and throw up because it's like a thousand degrees outside so god yeah you gotta really like pace yourself you gotta kind of do it in the evening um but i get so excited when i get to america in epcot and i'm like "USA, usa i actually skip america See, it's it's like the funny part because it's so colonial looking and it's like, you know, I know a lot of us aren't like patriots. Like we could, we're not really showing off that USA pride, but damn, when I get to it in Epcot, I'm like, I need a beer now. Beer <laughs> me. need a turkey <laughs> leg stat. <laughs> need it right now. Um. But yeah. So Disney adults are cool. And I'm not here for the Disney slander. I, when I go to Disney world, I think it's like healing of the inner child. If you want to bring it into spirituality, it is the best, most magical place ever. And
1: now that I have adult money. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) Not only can I drink, but now I have my own money. It's over for you, bitches. (laughs) You just buy dumb shit. Like
0: I just spend so much money on like the, really cool like rhinestone mini ears that i wear for one day because it's too hot and i'm like oh my god look at me um (laughs) it's so fun so so we are disney adults here and i don't take disney adult slander so it's okay if you're not a disney adult though i get it i get it i get it it's either you're with it or you're not
1: yeah it's fine but anyway (laughs) how are you doing now,
0: now that we are on the haunted mansion ride because it is spooky ghost season i was just gonna ask you how you're doing how am I doing? I'm actually like super tired today. Um, Ted and I have just—I know every episode. I'm just like we're just out here doing a lot of work. We worked so hard in the metaphysical store yesterday. I think my feet fell off. We were the busiest of all these. We had to order a second round of coffee. Yeah, like we that. Were sh- we were, were shaking. We had so much caffeine. I—I <laughs> I really was. We were knocking jars over, like. Like when you had to restock the hex girls roller, you were like slamming into things, so was I. I was like, I think it's my like the coffee running through I think it's the caffeine. <laughs> but other than that, I've just been playing video games. I know a lot of you are gamers. I've been playing speaking of Disney. I'm such a Disney adult. <laughs> Disney Dreamlight Valley. Listen, it just released in September. I'm a cozy gamer. I'm into, like, fun like farming sims things like that like where i can play over time um it's the best if you're looking for something that's like animal crossing and you like disney you do these quests oh my god it's the best like Anna and elsa live in my village um ariel and ursula like come on it's so good prince eric is lost at sea we're trying to find him don't know where he went bye bye <laughs> <laughs> i
1: didn't really like him anyway but oh we we could literally do a whole damn episode on ranking like disney Maybe princess that.
0: but yeah that's that's where <laughs> I have been um I I'm just playing video games eating Cheez-Its and drinking pumpkin spice lattes that's the vibe it's a vibe that's it's fun like- <laughs> that's a well-balanced meal if I've ever heard one I don't like talking to people I'm just like I'm gonna stay at home play video games and eat Cheez-Its and talk to everyone on the podcast yeah right we're hanging out with people <laughs> How have you been? What's going on before we dive into like a really crazy,
1: <laughs> scary episode? Oh my gosh. So if you've been with us for a while, like I have been going to like Home Goods and Michael's since, I don't know, fucking July, uh, looking for like autumn stuff. And Kevin and I went this past weekend. It was so sad and so disappointing because everything was basically like to the bare bones. And I was so mad that I missed all of September. I was like, I just want some spooky things for my house. Couldn't find any, but yeah. Christmas was being shoved in our face, and I was oh, just like, yeah. okay, I understand, but also I am a ghost girl, so can you point me in the right direction? But we were actually at Home Goods and we were just perusing, and what was interesting, horrifying, awful to see was people were packaging in like it was an herb bundle and it was like mugwort pine and like a dried apple slice but it was being called a smudge kit which if you have been with us forever you know you cannot use white sage and you should not call it smudging why both of those are closed so it should just be like a smokestick you're cleansing with smoke Smudging is the act that belongs to the indigenous peoples of North America.
0: It is. And here is my question to like these big retailers Why are you trying to be in that physical store? Why? Why are you trying to sell witchy items? And then it's the same people that shop in those stores that buy smudging kits, and I'm going to smudging in air quotes, that then turn around and call us devil worshipers. Yeah. Why are you buying? Like, why are these major retailers selling these types of items when you know nothing about it? If a customer walks up to your register and asks your employee, how do I use this? And you can't explain it. It's like, it's a trend and it pisses me off because not only is it taking from like indigenous culture, but it's the same people that turn around and say, witchcraft is evil, right? Like I swear if Hobby Lobby starts selling this shit, I am going to
1: just lose my mind. Well, I mean, I have a personal vendetta against Hobby Lobby. Well, that's so. why I'm
0: saying, I'm saying like, they would be the ones to jump on this trend and be like,
1: and Absolutely. now we're going to
0: sell herbal smudging kits. And it's like, you guys are a Christian store.
1: Yeah, you guys it's are straight up. You guys are straight up buying shit off the black market. So there you yeah. go.
0: <laughs> it's just but. so weird to me. Like, and I get so offended by these things because I'm just like, the same people that shop in these stores are the same ones that are turn around and calling us Satan worshippers. But then they're the ones that are doing like these smoke cleanses in their homes and have no idea what they're doing.
1: Yeah. And then getting upset that like there's a ghost or a spirit after them. And it's like, well, did you do any research? No, you're just entitled. Exactly. So. And what's even more
0: interesting is that simmer pots the everyone's like oh make your home smell good with these simmer pots i'm like that's witchcraft <laughs> but y'all go off it's witchcraft have you that's heard witchcraft, of it man you're lighting herbs up on a stove to like cleanse your
1: space and make it smell good or they're like you just got to put good intentions in it for your day that's witchcraft my brother in christ <laughs> it is it's so
0: Funny, it's so funny. Like I see it on TikTok all the time. Like those super influencers that have like their whole life together, and they're like, "And here's how do you make a a manifestation potpourri on your stove." And I'm like, "I'm gonna fight you all." <laughs> a manifestation potpourri? They call it potpourri. I'm like, this is not potpourri. This is an herb
1: blend, and that's witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, just, just call just, it for what it is.
0: It's so weird. Like even in Five Below, um, there they sell smudge kits, and it's like. Why are Ugh. there smudge kits in five below? Why you're not a metaphysical store? One, well, one, that's an indigenous practice. Two, you're not a metaphysical shop. <laughs> I don't understand. The math ain't mathin'. I'm gonna be writing some angry letters tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it's so frustrating. Um, It is. So, not only did I have to see people just continually misusing and appropriating culture and practices but there was also nothing for halloween left so it was really oh for two for ten this weekend well i hate to break it to you but
0: those michael's decorations have been on sale like 30 percent off since september 1st
1: yeah i wanted more of the like the halloween village but i guess i'm just gonna have to order some online
0: Yeah I'll be honest like I didn't like some of the Michael's decorations this year like I wasn't into the Edgar Allan Poe stuff like and I love Edgar Allan Poe but Mm -hmm. it was so weird to me that they were selling like it was oddities you know that was like part of the decor and I'm like just get real stuff (laughs) but I get it it's not
1: everyone's decor all year round like it might be for us so I'm like yeah, there were definitely people in Michael's like, oh my God, look at how spooky this is. And I'm like, that is a house decoration. Like, yeah, exactly. This is something I keep in my house. So are you going to, are you going to take it or not? Because move along. There's a line. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I don't know why people are the way that they are why corporations are selling smudge sticks kits whatever it's stupid and yeah it's October and all the Halloween stuff is sold out and it's just I don't ever remember it being like this you know I remember Halloween stuff being out for a long time but I think so many more people are more accepting of
1: Halloween and are just jumping on the trend I'm here for it yeah I'm here for it and I think I may have mentioned this on an older podcast but I think when quarantine happened I think that made retailers like make things come out earlier so like it could you know bring some happiness to people um in 2020 and then because it took off as well as it did I think that that's just kind of like the new thing is just like drop it early so that people can have it up longer
0: oh hell yeah I do not know. August (laughs) same so anyway shall we dive into today's episode yes get in your dune buggies everybody we're entering the haunted mansion we're going into the haunted mansion. Um, it we have a lineup for October, which we're not going to talk about what the podcast topics are because we might change our mind. <laughs> but we do have a good um, amount of topics that differ from week to week, so we're not just going to keep talking about super scary, spooky things. Like we want to do some like fun witchy episodes, talk about Samhain a little bit. But you know, we're starting the month off strong. We did the Amityville horror. Story with the paranormal. And mm-hmm. today we are talking about um parasites and hitchhiking ghosts. So um if you are nervous or afraid, um, I'm gonna be sharing my own experience with parasites. Um, I've actually have my own accounts. We're gonna be talking about some accounts um from Reddit with hitchhiking ghosts, and we're just gonna be telling you straight how things are spiritually because we've encountered some of these these things on our own, whether you believe in it or not, that's fine. Um especially with the parasite story that like personally affected me. And it actually was really scary. So, um, I'm not going to go into full detail because it actually was like really traumatic. I'm like a little nervous to talk about it today, to be honest. I know. Like looking at you, I'm like,
1: are you okay? No, I
0: actually think this is some shadow work for me because I don't think I've ever really talked about it. Um, you know, because I don't really like to. Um, and when I, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. Um, When I tell you that parasites are no joke, I really mean they are no joke. And they are an entity that exists within the astral plane um, that actually feed off of a variety of things um, on humans. So it could be your fear. Um, They do feed off of depression, anxiety, um, your energy. Mm -hmm. And they are probably some of the most nastiest entities I've ever encountered and super hard to get rid of. Oh, yeah depending on how long they've been hosting off of you. Um, they are exactly what they are. They're like leeches to me. And it's, they're even harder because sometimes you they're hard to figure out that you have them when you're new to spirituality.
1: Right. And yeah. I think so many people like, you hear about uh, parasites and everything like in like science classes, but it's like, there's parasitic relationships, of course. You know? Yeah. But like- there's also things out there that you can't see that are going to latch on.
0: Right. And, Um, I don't want anyone to be nervous or scared. Like I'm not trying to like scare you, but this is why 10 and I talk about protection and being careful when you get involved in the spiritual plane and witchcraft, because we've encountered some pretty dangerous things. Um, I'm going to be speaking on my own personal story today because Mm -hmm. I did not do what I was supposed to do. I did not have proper protections. I did not worry about that because I just was on the end of everything's all love and light and nothing's going to touch me. And guess what? Wait to hear <laughs> yeah. So, um, with that, I am going to go into my story because I think it'll be able to, um, give a bigger picture to what a parasite is. Yeah. So This is, this is my account. Um, this happened to me, I would say a few years ago when I moved into my first apartment. Um, my roommates and I had like always kind of known there was, um, something that was living there that wasn't great. And we didn't really figure it out in the beginning. Cause we we're like, oh my God, we're in this like cool apartment. Wow. Look at us. Like no one's thinking about it. Um, yeah. I was new to witchcraft, um, in a way, like I'd always been doing spells, but like I was doing it in my parents' house. So I finally moved out. So I was like, great. Now I'm going to really advance my practice. I'm like out on my own. Mm-hmm. And this is the time where I was practicing Wicca. I This is where I casted this love spell. I told you I also had the sleep paralysis demon in this house, like this apartment. Oh, so-
1: man, this was this house was loaded.
0: Yeah, I learned so much while I was there, but super traumatizing for me. So we talked about that in another episode, the sleep paralysis demon. OK, this was the same apartment. So... <laughs> I remember that nothing happened to me in the beginning, but as I began practicing witchcraft and doing divination, um, I can kind of feel like I was going on a downhill. Um, I was going on a downhill and give me one second. Hold on. Pluto is like distracting me. Sorry. He's like going at my closet door and you could hear it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my God. Okay. He's probably like. It's okay, mom. Okay, so I was practicing witchcraft and doing divination, and um, I was opening myself up on the astral plane. And Ted and I have talked about this before. When you start getting involved in energetics like this and doing witchcraft and doing spirit communication, you light up on the astral. Okay. Oh, yeah. So like that's why people come in contact with other different entities because you are making yourself a beacon at this point. This mm-hmm. is why we say protection is important. So I had noticed that my craft began to go downhill and I had started to spiral in some of the worst nightmares that I've ever had. Um, I wasn't acting myself. I was basically like the lights were on and nobody was home. Oh no. Sort of deal. I was just living my day to day. Now at this point, this just transpired over like a two year period. So it took two years for this to kind of build up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I suffer from depression. So I did not think anything of it because I was starting to go into really, really low depressive states. Now I suffer from depression. So I always am like mundane before paranormal. Right. So I get diagnosed with depression. I'm in therapy, um, things like that. And it kind of just started spiraling more out of control.
1: Yeah. Because at that point, like you're doing everything normal, before paranormal. You're doing everything mundane before magic at that point.
0: Exactly. So I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. So I was going to therapy. So I actually wouldn't find out until months later that I was actually hosting three parasites. Okay. I found out because I started really diving into working with my spirit guides and deities. And if it wasn't for the deities I was working with at the time, I actually would not have known um, I was hosting three parasites.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, their whole shtick is to remain unknown.
0: Yeah. And I wasn't proficient in banishing. Um, I can't really go into like how I sort of found out. It was like, yeah. they, they told me Um, and there were steps that I had to do with them that took six months to recover from. Jeez. And it wasn't until I moved out of my apartment that I was able to actually fully rid myself of them. And um it was the most traumatizing thing I had ever been through.
1: But that makes so much sense. Like what you just said of like, unfortunately, like what you had to go through and like you, you know, recovering for some time, like that's mimicking what does happen in the physical. Yes. So any yeah. other... Um, parasitic relationship like all I'm thinking of are like tapeworms and no, it's like, that's what it really kind of is and it's like one you don't know unless like you're having like um a ton of issues health concerns and then you're putting in the effort and then it's like oh something's wrong like you do have a parasite but it does take time to recover so like it would make sense that not only are you having it affect like your mental health like your all of that kind of stuff but like now you're having to heal also physically while going through a move like think of what you know that's just
0: uh. yeah it was really bad I was low energy I could not do tarot readings because spiritually like my connection was like all sorts of messed up because they've been hosting on me for six months and I mean, I'm sorry. They'd been hosting on me for two years. It took me six months to recover. And actually like, I feel like I'm so kind of recovering from it because even for me to talk about it, I'm like kind of shaking because of how traumatizing it was. And it's not something that I truly love to, um, talk to people
1: about. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it is like reliving a traumatic experience. Like you're having to open that door and be like, Oh shit. Like, this did happen, like and it, it's going to take time to heal from it. Like, and I know that the story, like it's not meant to scare people. Like we're not saying like, Oh my gosh, like if you're in a depressive state And you're just like low energy. Like you have a parasite. Oh, no, no, no,
0: no, no. Like there were things that trans they were, they were already hosting on me prior to that. They just happened to make it worse. Um, They were feeding off of it. Like I definitely have depression. Like I had depression. They didn't cause that. They were feeding off of it because that's what they do. They feed off of fear, anxiety, depression, anything they can get their hands on to, Post off of, they will. um, They were making it worse. Like I was having nightmares. I was waking up in sweats, like anxiety, like things Ugh. that just were so out of character for me. And I just thought it was like my job, you know, like I thought it was like my day job.
1: I wasn't proficient in understanding that I had something attached to me. Did you, and this might be a weird question, so don't feel like you have to answer, but did you see anything? Because I know, and I'm thinking back to our episode on like sleep paralysis and or shadow people and there are things out there that they too would feed off of fear energy but did you ever see them like yeah so this
0: is going to be kind of weird but when I um began um seeing spirits I still had parasites hosting on me and oh my god I saw them oh I saw them Luckily I was able to banish all three of them with the help of like my own spiritual team um and yeah. it took 3 times for me to get them fully out. Jesus. So yeah, it was really scary. Um oh my god. <laughs> it is really scary and I know this is like a really wild scary episode, but it's just something I personally experienced and then I saw um someone else that um when I was scrolling on the internet they just had an experience with a parasite and they had like been gone off the internet for the same amount of time six months because they actually had to go into recovery from it like spiritually it wasn't physically it was spiritually like you can't do a tarot reading you're like there's something that's blocking you you know what I mean yeah from- like you brain fog team. yeah so, and then like, I would notice I was having like memory loss when it came to doing anything spiritually. Like I couldn't read tarot at all. That That's wild. I had to like relearn it.
1: That's, that's yeah. crazy because it's like, okay, like energy, like taking energy, taking nutrients. I mean, like that's, that's expected. But like literally at that point, it's like taking information.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it's the most wild thing Ever Like I never thought this would happen to me, Um, but I was doing everything wrong in my practice. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, when you do things wrong in your practice, like this is what's going to happen to you. I just, this just happened to happen to me. And I yeah. just bring awareness. Like, I'm not trying to scare you out of practicing. I'm not trying to scare you out of spirit communication and things like that. You know, this is why I say like, you need to be proficient in, um, protection and banishment when you're going to touch spirit communication and witchcrafts, because I wasn't. And if I was able to understand, I would have been able to get rid of it, but I couldn't even pick up on like a negative entity, you know?
1: Yeah. It was, it was truly like you picked up the phone and like, we're like, hello, operator, like, put me through the spiritual connection. And then something came through and you just hung up and like went on your day, not unknowing. Like, yeah. And I think that's, that's why we always say like one of course mundane before magic, normal before paranormal, but like protection first and foremost, a hundred
0: percent. And like, I'm sure a lot of you are sitting here like, well, where was your spirit guide, your deities, your ancestors when this was happening to you? They were trying to tell me and I could not, they couldn't connect to me. They couldn't connect to me. The only way they were able to connect to me was when I got out of that house and that apartment was because yeah. everything was completely blocked out and shut off. And like, they were trying to get through to me and they couldn't.
1: Yeah. Legit trying to get through to you, but it's the busy signal. Like,
0: yeah. So you know, I don't blame them for like, I mean, it was, I hate to say it. It was a learning opportunity for me. Like, that's how I look at it now. Where it's like, I now can sit here and tell you about it. Cause I went through it, but yeah, it was crazy. So Ay-yo. you gotta be careful. There's different types of parasites and I don't know all of them. And then there's things out there in this world that we just can't understand, but you have to be careful when you're diving into spirituality. People just like to go in guns blazing. Um, You can kind of tell when someone has a parasite attached to them, like they're blank in the eyes, there's nothing there um I mean I see it sometimes on the internet I'm like that person something there
1: yeah something something ain't right like not all their dogs are barking
0: yeah exactly so gotta be careful but I took my power back and I launched those bitches to kingdom come
1: I like could not imagine that like the sleep paralysis I think was like the worst for me but like ugh. Just like and I'm thinking and I know we'll post some pictures about like about this like fan art wise but like the images that I like remember seeing about like parasitic relationships in the spiritual like it's funky. You
0: know it's it it invades every single part of your life.
1: Yeah, it becomes your life.
0: Yeah, it's really scary. Um, And if you would have asked me about this a year ago, I probably could not sit here and tell you the story because of the anxiety and the fear that courses through my body when I talk about it. Like I'm having a hard time talking about this, but I know I have to get it -hmm. off my chest because it's like, and if I can help somebody else and like tell them just the story about this, that's all
1: I can ever hope for. And to just, you know, tell somebody like what you went through was real is a thing like I think that's like one of the most what we want to do the most is tell people what you're seeing, what you're going through is real. Like don't let anybody tell you like you're crazy. It's just it's just a phase like, no, there's there's some shit out there. No. And I couldn't tell anybody about it
0: because how am I going to go up to somebody in my life? This is before I even knew you that Mm -hmm. doesn't practice. And I'm like, I'm telling them these things I'm going through. So for like years after that, I sat with this information and was like, God, anybody about it.
1: I I don't know how you would have sat on that. Like I would have like literally like the first person who came by me was just like,
0: (laughs) I, I couldn't like for my own sake. like I just, what was I supposed to say? I'm going to tell my mom that.
1: True. Because then it's like, when you begin to tell it out loud to somebody who doesn't get it, then you begin to like second guess everything, which I guess is kind of like another aspect of the things out there. they, will do things to make you almost be like, no, this didn't happen to me. So it's fine. Exactly. So
0: it's, this is my first time like really talking about it publicly. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you for doing it though. Thank you. Yeah. I feel better. I was a little nervous to talk about it today. I kind of wasn't sure if I even wanted to do this as a podcast topic, but yeah, it happened to me. It was real. And, um, I'm not usually scared of most things. y'all know. I yell at spirits for a living. I'm like, get back in your boundary, but this
1: this was something else. I mean, you're two death witches if we're saying run. If you see us running past you for something, you better you better keep up, man.
0: yeah, you better you better follow <laughs> us. Yeah, like, I- don't ask questions. Fuck your kids, like, fuck your wife, drop whatever you have and l- leave them. like just run. I just think it's just so evasive, like what goes on with with parasites, that it's just it's gross. Yeah. Ugh. So, Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, Ugh. moving on to the next topic. Um, you know, and if you have had this experience too, I am genuinely I feel for you. I'm sorry. I've been there. Um, just know that it sometimes does take time to recover from. So like, don't beat yourself up if you have had this experience i it took me a long time because i had them attached to me for a long period of time spiritually so yeah so yeah anyway we're now going to move on to maybe not as scary but also maybe slightly as scary
1: yeah Um, i don't i don't know where it falls on the scary spectrum (laughs) i don't think they're as scary um I find them fascinating. This, for this is
0: just, topic. listen, we know we say some pretty wild things, but this is just the reality of the situation. There are things out there that we don't understand. I am tired of the love and light community trying to tell us that everything is so good and great and love always is around us. No, it's not. It's not. And I'm sorry. I believe in both sides of things, but
1: when it comes oh, to spiritual plane, there's both out there. If there's yeah. good whatever love and light then there's also darkness like you need balance one one cannot exist without the other exactly so I'm tired of these bitches out here in
0: the streets being like everything is perfect and fine I've never had a problem (laughs) meanwhile we're like hello darkness my old friend yeah like sometimes I think Ted and I are in the darkness too much where we're like we need to embrace that energy more
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're coming out of the shadows like hissing at the sunlight like (sighs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: exactly so the next topic is hitchhiking ghosts and this really this whole episode was inspired by the haunted mansion and we said at the end of the haunted mansion you do get a hitchhiking ghost and in your little car on the ride but hitchhiking ghosts has to come from something it has to come from somewhere and it actually does exist and people have experiences with hitchhiking ghosts
1: and I know someone that's had experiences with hitchhiking ghosts, so. Oh yeah, like there's a whole ton of stories online of accounts, all of this kind of stuff. And it's it's truly interesting when you look into urban legends, like shadow people, when you look into urban legends, like hitchhiking ghosts, um, and you find that this has been around for like a hot minute. Like it was not Disney who all of a sudden came up with Hitchhiking Ghosts. It was, you know, part of a lot of folklore for quite a bit of time, which has been heavily documented. Yes,
0: definitely. And like I said, Disney definitely took this from somewhere else and then just made it into the Haunted Mansion. And now they're like, oh, cute Hitchhiking Ghosts. No, it's not a cute thing. It's not a cute thing. Red alert, it is not a cute thing.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we, of course, we we did dig into this because we're not just going to be like, Hitchhiking Ghosts here you go. Um, But it really came out in about during the late 20th century with talking about, you know, vanishing hitchhikers. There's like a a nonfiction book entitled uh, the vanishing hitchhiker, but in that book, it's also traced back to the 1870s where there are accounts listed of people going to and being in Korea tsarist russia um among chinese americans having stories and accounts across cultures across time of instances of hitchhiking ghosts which i know we talked a little bit about like our opinions on like folklore when it's found across culture and time like with bigfoot and at some point when you're having multiple groups talking about something something has to be going on right like that's what I,
0: that's usually how I think of it and this is we really made that reference in the vampire episode where it's like so many cultures believe in vampires just in their own different way. Yeah. This has to be real somewhere, right? Like even if it's not in the physical like spiritually we talked about psychic vampires like it is definitely a thing. And like I said, I know someone that had an experience with the hitchhiking ghost. So it's 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 definitely a thing. Like
1: and so there there actually was a whole study actually done on this and the author had over 70 written accounts throughout the united states and did found like did find that there was actually some like commonalities between them where there's a few different instances of the same thing occurring but it's always kind of the same ending of that hitchhiker was never there
0: Yes. Okay. So I was reading, I know you were looking somewhere else. I was like researching. Y'all know, I go to Reddit for the paranormal stories. That's where people are spilling all the tea. That's where we found out the try guys cheated on his wife. <sighs> we're we'll get me started. Ned, if you're listening, you're a loser. Um, <laughs> I throw some pop culture in there, but I did read a lot of the stories and most people were saying like, they went to go drop the hitchhiker off at the location and then they just were never there anymore.
1: Yeah. It's always that. Um, The study also showed that like more often than not, it was a female hitchhiker um, who would just kind of like appear. Um, We do have instances where a garment would be borrowed from the driver. um, So the spirit would kind of ask for something. And then that item was later found on what they thought was their passenger on a headstone that belonged to them so it it's fascinating to to think like what could a spirit want and like they're asking for like a scarf something warm people give it to them out of the kindness of their heart and then they bring it back to like their resting place like utterly fascinating
0: yeah I don't really get that like I'm tr- my brain is like trying to rack as to what what kind of paranormal experience that would be but I just think it's just a hitchhiking spirit yeah like wandered too far away from the graveyard I don't know
1: how did they yeah. escape the graveyard well that's the whole thing like where were they meant to do something um other tales state that it can be kind of like an omen of like something is going to happen perhaps they are bestowing some information upon that driver like they had passed away while driving um giving a sign about the future stuff like that which is also like an interesting aspect of divination but everybody basically for all the conclusions it's like it's gonna continue like it's it's already continued for centuries and it's going to just continue and it's fascinating to see
0: yeah it's also found everywhere i was researching some stories there was one from like india i saw one from the united states um it's it's found in a bunch of different countries brazil Mm -hmm. so it's not just like ten said one specific culture encountering this but also also a hitchhiking ghost it's not even doesn't even have to be getting into your car it could be a ghost that truly just follows you home from somewhere yeah happens. Like when I think of hitchhiking ghosts, I think of like a ghost following someone from one location to another. It's not even like a ghost getting into your car and asking you to drive them somewhere. Um, I actually know somebody where they had a spirit that lived in their home and they were moving somewhere else, not because of the spirit. They like had made peace. There was a spirit in their space and they were like, whatever. And, and the spirit actually followed them to the secondary location. And, They were not spiritual and they were like, I'm pretty sure the spirit followed me to my space and it turns out that it did. And they kind of just accepted it. So sometimes like spirits take liking to people and they don't want to be left and they will follow that person because they feel comfortable there or whatever other reasons they might have. But like I said, we're not trying to scare you.
1: Not trying to scare you. Um, There's also instances of, you know, people visiting a cemetery, a graveyard, paying their respects and they'll leave. But, you know, some, some shades, some ghosts will just kind of be like, oh my gosh, a free ride out and kind of leave with them.
0: Oh, I mean, when I'm walking into a graveyard, I'm, I'm veiling, I have protection on, and these are the reasons why some people actually exit a cemetery or graveyard walking backwards as a so they know, like, the ghosts are not sneaking up on them to kind go of home for them. Like, that's also, home. Yeah, that's a belief in in certain other um, magical systems, um, cultures, et cetera, to walk backwards out of a cemetery. Um, I don't do that. I tend to wear my protection there. And then in the car, I actually blast. I listen to music. Like, music is cleansing for me. So yeah. I always just am like, I'm cleansing
1: myself. I'll open the windows, um, you know, something like that. No, I think that's such a great idea. That will also just kind of make sure like nothing is lingering on you. Um, But again, we talked about it a little bit in the the gatekeeper episode. That's also kind of their job is to make sure like nothing gets out. Like you are always welcome if you're going to be respectful, but their job is to make sure nothing really leaves. Right. Or latches onto you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So
0: there's just so many things out there on the spiritual plane and in the world that we just don't understand or know about. And I'm sure there's there's definitely more things than we've
1: probably ever even encountered or have read about, you know? Oh, my God. Right? Um, do you have any stories of hitchhiking ghosts on you, on your person?
0: Um, aside from... Oh, you know what? I have this one on Reddit that I can read.
1: Yeah. Okay, I have so- one... I would say I, there wasn't, it was like more of an encounter, not necessarily like a hitchhiking. It was just kind of like setting boundaries, but like stuff was happening. <laughs> okay. I
0: can read you this one that I found from Reddit because I think this one's interesting. So context of the story, cause I read through the comments. Um, the person that's telling this story is this happened to their grandfather and their grandfather was super religious. He was Muslim and okay. didn't really believe in any of this stuff. Um, yeah. So I find this to be so interesting. It actually happened in Pakistan. So I'm going to read you the story. Wow. Um. Yeah. The This person claims that their grandfather is so religious because people are like, oh, like he could just be making this up. And like, yeah, he could be, but he was like, you don't Why? understand my grandfather is religious. Like, yeah, this is also- not something he dives into.
1: Yeah. Also like, why would somebody like want to like be like oh my gosh this happened to me like if it's traumatic like nobody's gonna be like oh my god I'm doing this for fun like yeah like when I just talked about the parasites
0: I was literally shaking and wanted to vomit you know yeah you think Chelsea made that up for fun oh god no if I was making something up for fun I would say something absolutely fun like that's not fun I would not (laughs) yeah that
1: is not a good time not a good time
0: Like I said, the only reason why I shared it was because I like to bring awareness to things and hopefully I, I help somebody out. Um, okay. So here we go. The title is my grandpa gave a ride to a hitchhiking ghost. Um, and I will credit this user in a second. Once I find their username. Um, Okay. So my grandpa recently passed away and I remembered a story he used to love to tell. This is on the paranormal thread on Reddit, by the way. Yep. This was back in the late 60s, early 70s. He was driving down um, some road in the middle of forest in the mountains in Pakistan, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, heading back home for some trip. While he was driving, he saw a man wave at him standing at the side of the road. It was dark and foggy, so you couldn't really see his face or anything. So my grandpa thought he might as well help the guy. It was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So he stopped and the guy got in back of the car. My grandpa asked him if he wanted to come sit in the front and he declined. So I guess his grandfather was like driving, sort of like simulating like um a passenger driver situation. He didn't sit in the passenger seat. He sat in the back. Oh, okay. So he never got into the front seat, which was weird.
1: That is weird.
0: So my grandpa just kept on driving. The guy started mumbling and talking to himself. My grandpa looked back, but the guy in a woman's voice now said, I don't think that's a good idea. You don't want to look at me. My grandpa freaked out, turned back and my God. Yeah. Okay. It's not over. (laughs) Some time passed till the guy switched his voice again, asked to stop right next to an old graveyard. Scared, but relieved. My grandpa slams the brakes. The guy then offered to pay my grandpa. He said no, but he insisted. That's sweet. Um, this random guy got out of the car. My grandpa drove a little before looking back to see the guy wasn't there anymore. Isn't that scary?
1: I think I would have like shat my pants <laughs> like I'm sorry. If I'm looking behind me, and voices switch and somebody says I don't think you want to look at me in like an eerie maybe I don't know different kind of voice I I think I would have accidentally like driven into a tree like I
0: Mm -mm. it's it's really (laughs) scary and I didn't realize how scary it was until like I read it out
1: loud and I was like
0: (laughs) you're scaring yourself I'm like oh my god this is (laughs) why
1: but like I also like, if, if something was like, I don't think you want to look at me, I also think I would have turned and looked harder. Yeah.
0: I, it's kind of like when someone tells you not to do something and your immediate reaction is to like, do it, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, I would
1: no hands on the wheel, turn fully around being like, what is good? My man.
0: Yeah. What my brother in Christ. Was- <laughs> Please come sit up next to me. Oh my God. But okay, so I just want to read one of the comments from the OP so um, I'm giving credit this is from accumulating boredom who put the story on Reddit if you Google search you can find the story. but he did say people are like telling him about like is it was it actually a ghost? Um and he said when my grandpa told me the story, he mentioned that it might have been a djinn, which are a part of oh. South Asian Middle Eastern folklore. They live uh-huh. in the forest and in dirty places and are made of fire. We can't see them, but they can see us. They're also known to shape shift into humans.
1: That's fascinating.
0: Yeah. So Jinn, maybe we'll do an episode on gin because they are a part of a lot of Middle Eastern folklore and can be found elsewhere too. So
1: mm-hmm. Um, that's fascinating. Cause I, I had no idea that gins were tied to like cemeteries. I think
0: what he was trying to say was they shape shifted into something and his, I think his grandfather was just trying to make sense of what happened to him. And like, that is their folklore. So yeah, what else would you say that it was, you know?
1: I don't know, but it's also interesting that well, with shape shifting and you know entities that can do that, and who like watch and learn, and maybe we'll look at like doppelgangers or mimics, um, later on. But wait, things- you know what's crazy? Someone asked us today if we knew anything
0: about mimics. In our, I I posted a listener Q and A, and I was like, "What does that mean? I don't know what that means." And maybe we'll
1: just have to do an episode on it. Mimics are fucking terrifying. Oh my god! No, don't tell me right now. I can't. Oh my god! Like it's. Like there is a chill going down my spine. Mimic, like you have to look it up. It's no, I can't. Ten, <laughs> no, I, I don't either. think you're gonna. I, can't. I don't think you're gonna sleep tonight. But the thing is, when there's entities out there who learn and they shapeshift and they are very, very smart, when they pick up on human tendencies, it becomes a whole different ball game. So the difference is with doppelgangers and with mimics, they're they're human, human like. But there's something off. Like you look at them and you're like, something is wrong, but I can't place it. No, thanks. Like inherently, like your body, your fight or flight picks up and is like, something is wrong. We need to go like danger. Will Robinson.
0: But you can't look into this because I will absolutely throw up and not sleep tonight.
1: (laughs) But it's absolutely mind blowing that this entity, you know, offered to pay. Like, how did they pick up on that trait? right because that tells me they've done it before unless they were a human at some point that's true too
0: so yeah hitchhiking (laughs) ghosts do i believe in them
1: absolutely
0: absolutely Absolutely. do i believe in parasites absolutely (laughs) absolutely do you need to believe in both of these things? No. We're just telling you our accounts and some accounts from Reddit and you could definitely look into this, but yeah, it's just, you know, we just want to always raise awareness that there are things out there like I keep saying that are sketchy. Yeah. We'll try to eat you for breakfast. But just remember, here's here's the empowering side of things. You can always take care of this.
1: Absolutely. And always I think take care of it. I always think with like stuff like this and people are like, "Oh, how can that be real?" Well, there is things in you know physical life that are parasitic in nature so why wouldn't it exist anywhere else right and I feel like most things that exist in the physical
0: on some level exist in the spiritual just in a different way it has to it has to come from somewhere
1: it's far more vast than we can ever understand so yeah and the fact that you know with that story of hitchhiking ghosts and could it be a djinn could it be a mimic anything like that well now you have mystery and mythology meeting again where it's like truly opening a door to like the endless abyss
0: this is why I think I love our podcast so much because mystery spirituality
1: mythology that it all it's all the, the same together they're so intertwined Archaeology, and like, like if we had like a kid I swear to you all like we definitely have like a conspiracy board with like red twine like tying all of this together because when you break it down like break down any of our podcasts it's all connected
0: it is all connected it just depends on how you look at it exactly um before we go i think we did get quite a few listener q a's today you want to answer one before we leave yeah 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 let's do one you can end off on like a light note (laughs) instead of like
1: these dark creatures
0: um if you're not a fan of the darker stories we're telling we are turning uh the podcast around this season into like lighter witchier things but you know we had to kick it off in like the most insane way like we had to be like and we hope you don't sleep tonight bye (laughs) okay (laughs) so I have one here that I think will be good because I think this kind of go coincides with what I've been saying about be careful when you're dumping into spirituality Mm mm-hmm when did you both feel like you were ready to begin spell work? Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. So like I said, and I've said this many of times on this podcast, and maybe we'll end some episodes off with listener Q and A's. i just have like a whole list from today. Mm-hmm. Um, I jumped in stupidly. I've told you all of this multiple times this is why I had the parasites. This is, I had a love spell backfire on me. Had a, a man that was obsessed with me in a very toxic way because I couldn't do a love spell appropriately. Um, had body dysmorphia heightened because of it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it the right way. And um, I think people think witchcraft is so easy and sometimes is a joke, but you truly yeah. are playing with fire. So looking back on it, I would say the first thing, and I say this all the time, that I ever would do is research and mm-hmm. figure out what works for you um and if the first spell you're ever going to do is any sort of spell it should be a protection yeah. or cleansing working yeah and ask your spiritual team like do you think i always ask before i do spell workings um my ancestors always give and my deities give me the yeah. <laughs> what my doorbell just rang i'm on edge oh my god are you okay i'm like what <laughs> i'm living life on the edge right now <laughs> are you okay my doorbell just drank it's, it's my dinner <laughs> you scared yourself you started talking about mimics and you scared yourself that's why i was trying to change the topic the mimics at the door <laughs> i knew it i was like we're not talking about this right now because we're both <laughs> able to sleep tonight <laughs> oh my god i don't know how you watch horror movies do you don't get scared every five seconds oh no i root for the killer i like go get her she's in the closet i can't she oh. had this look on her face and she just went ah
1: <laughs> i'm so sorry to the to the uh headphone listeners right now <laughs> that came from a uh, deep within <laughs>
0: I think you actually went somewhere else (laughs) you were not here like I want to replay it so I can see the video and just see like my soul leave its body and be like well my toodaloo (laughs) I might have to post this on Patreon
1: just like just that little clip of my soul literally like twirling around and going pip pip into doodly doo. -doo." (laughs) we're out bitch a good day to you good sir we're out of here you can have you can host this body now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Ted, you scared yourself. <laughs> <I can't.
1: sighs>
0: Back to what I was saying. If you're going to do anything first, it should be a protection working. And don't be too afraid to do that. I know when I first did my first actual spell working like properly, I like opened this huge circle and I was like the element of fire, earth, air wind and i'm not trying to make fun of you if this is how you practice i just don't perform ceremonial or traditional witchcraft anymore and i was like sitting there opening up this circle to cast a simple protection working. <laughs> i love it though go big or go home i mean yeah i used to well i was shit scared after what happened to me i scared myself i almost didn't want to practice witchcraft anymore because i was like i had to like rehabilitate myself to go back into witchcraft I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So start with protection and trust your gut. Ask your spiritual team. If they're telling you it's okay to do a protection working, do it. Oh, yeah. That's how you know. Exactly, That's how you know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this? Or you're like,
1: what was the question? (laughs) I think my body's still coming back.
0: Okay. You know what? I answered it. It's not a big deal. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) She scared herself. I'm sitting here trying to like make sure I've got all like fingers and toes like, am like I okay? god! <laughs> you really went somewhere. But okay. is my- let me check my pulse, man. <laughs> yeah, are you good?
1: Yeah, what's my how do I find that out on my I- okay, hold on.
0: Well, to bring it back down to earth, what did you order for
1: dinner? I don't know. Kevin ordered a surprise. So
0: Oh, so were you just like, I don't know, order whatever.
1: Yeah. He was uh he was working out and he was like, I got dinner. So Where's the, here we go. Let's you know what I hope for you. Out. I hope it's a good Euro. Oh, oh, All right. We're measuring my heart rate right now. Okay. Oh, it's 83, but that's, that's high for me.
0: Okay. So you scared yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My resting is like 50. So I'm, I'm a little high right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Make sure you ground yourself after this. Go have some Sprite, but yeah. all right, I think that's where we're going to leave the episode. Oh my God. What a wild ride that was. That was truly the haunted mansion. <laughs> oh, my God, it was Everyone grab your hitchhiking ghost and now exit out. Um yeah. But, yeah, thank you again for rolling with us, listening to us. Um, we both were a little traumatized this episode, so you could really see us get spooked. <laughs> yeah, spooked. We spooky. hope we didn't spook you too much. But, um, like I said, in October, we're gonna be lightening up the episodes. We're gonna be doing some witchy fun things, but you know, we had to start off strong. So we got our spooky stuff out of out of our system we're done now
1: (laughs) oh we're still the spooky girls but in the meantime don't forget we are running a huge giveaway via instagram um you can enter if you leave us a review on the podcast if you leave a review if you order anything in the shop um if you are a patreon member hi how are you you automatically are already in. So there's multiple ways for you to enter. Um, it's a massive giveaway for Sawin with a lot of great items from our shop. And we're super excited to be giving back. We're actually giving away some tarot decks. I might throw in a book. I don't know. We're just, we're just having fun with you all. Yeah. I totally could give away a book. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> a good idea. Um, Yeah. We just really want to give back because we know a lot of you are Diving into spirituality and witchcraft, et cetera. So we do have extra things that we have not even used that we want to give away because we have so much of it. Um, we get gifted yeah. a lot of things from like other places and it's like we don't need all of this, you know? Yeah. So Just give it back. We want to give it back. Um also too, Ten and I have some new services this month. Um, your hours are now open for October, right?
1: Hours are open for October spell workings galore. Yeah. I'm going to, um, i just
0: want to run through really quickly what we have going on. Um, my hours are now open for November. I was booked out in October, but so 10 and I are both doing um, a petition to Hades and Persephone. So if you need help petitioning them, we'll channel messages for you and then actually help, with the petition and what you need to leave as an offering, um, as well as some other actions you might need to take. 10 is doing um a cleansing and warding spell. So if you need a home cleansing and protection, she's also doing a chaos abundance working if you need some good abundant chaos in your life. Um, and she's also doing rune readings with the Norse pantheon, which are channeled. Um, I am doing the Gates to Hades um custom protection spell. So I will actually do a protection or a banishment if you need a banishment done um i also have energetic healing sessions with archangel Raphael open where i will channel him and open up um your body energetically ground you remove some blocks through my psychic vampirism so I can actually heal with that <laughs> and i'm also doing channeled tarot readings this all oh, november so whoop, whoop. we have a lot going on plus we have yule stuff coming out in november so get ready it's going to be a we, fun time. <laughs> we can't wait We can't wait, but thanks again. Don't forget to like, subscribe and rate our podcast in the store. We also have a Patreon and we'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye.